The following podcast is a B&E Network exclusive. Welcome to B-Movies and E-Books. I'm Craig Wade. And I'm Brian Allen Delaney. And this is B-Movies and E-Books, <laughs> episode 107. We are talking about uh, Party Bus to Hell, right? Mm-hmm. Isn't that, that is what that it's is, called. That is the movie we agreed upon. <laughs> well, I mean, if you look, some of it's like Bus Party to Hell. Yeah, it was so weird. I'm not sure what it landed on finally, but I think it's Party Bus to Hell. I think uh, it's Party Bus also. And uh, Cock Block by C.V. Hunt. But before we get into any of that, it's like so formulaic. What's up with you? <laughs> um, I know. Like part of me thinks you really don't even care. No, this whole part, as long as I remember titles, is totally just autopilot. Until we start talking. Oh. <laughs> but yeah, what's yeah. up? Uh, not too much. Still got some stuff. <laughs> Sorry, you were saying you poured some beer, and then I look and you're drinking out of this like giant stein. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not fucking around. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's a lot of beer. No, I'm just saying. Um, uh, just waiting on some stuff. Ah, cool. You, Anything you can talk about, or just like it's not like death coming for you. <laughs> it's fucking. You're just waiting, man. Yeah, like. Like around seven years ago, made a deal with a Crossroads Demon. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right, time's up. <laughs> Where shouldn't you've gotten some talent from that? <laughs> shouldn't I have gotten anything from it? Dude, it you got like, this podcast. <laughs> it, was, it was like for a sandwich. <laughs> and he still hadn't even given you the sandwich. <laughs> um Yeah. No, it's just, you know, normal stuff. Projects oh, okay. and stuff. Yeah. I've been uh, <laughs> been uh, building some tables. Oh, doing, cool! Doing a lot of woodwork, and uh, uh, I, I went to unlimited uh, all-you-can-eat sausage. So, <laughs> at this German restaurant oh, by, wow. by my house, we, we are grasping for straws. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey! I, I am excited every year. Sausage and beer there for my birthday. Oh yeah, my yeah. birthday's tomorrow. I'll yeah, be I guess that. I guess that's the important part. <laughs> yeah. 35 years old. God. Halfway to 70, dude. I know. I've been there for a few months. I don't like that. I don't <laughs> like getting old. Do you? No. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> we all we all fear the slow march toward death. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> that's one way. Um Yeah, so oh, yeah, so happy birthday. Oh, thanks, man. Cool. Cool. Maybe we'll go uh, get some Costco hot dogs tomorrow. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe I'll treat you. <laughs> I don't know, man. Dollar uh, fifty. Whoa, whoa, whoa! When have I ever only cost a buck fifty at Costco? I know. I'd have to get you a pizza too. <laughs> I know. Not a whole pizza, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but all right, yeah. Back to other stuff. Yeah, I watched uh, Unfriended Dark Web. I'm not How sure if that? we covered it on the last podcast. It was around the same time, but. Um, it was okay. It was not, it was misleading because other than the, like, I liked the first Unfriended and this had wow. n- literally no- nothing to do except for the same framing format, which is just, you know, Skype session. Yeah. Um, so it's become like sort of like an anthology series more than anything. Yeah. But I really like the, the, you know, techno, uh, supernatural stuff yeah. to me. Like to me, that's cooler than like just one more man. And see, the the second film was not supernatural at all. It was just set in the real world. Mm. Yeah, like yes. one more man too. <laughs> I don't yeah, I never saw part two. <laughs> but yeah, um, or, or or let's say like the first half of Lawnmower Man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, it wasn't as good as the first one, but it wasn't bad. It was a film. It, it was meh. 
I give it a 2.75 out of 5. I don't do that. All right, a 3 out of 5. Just kind of yeah. like better than average, but not by much. Okay. Yeah. Other than that, uh, see that trailer for uh, Slaughterhouse Rules? Yes. It's the new Simon Pegg, Edgar... I guess Edgar Wright's directing, right? He's not? No, I don't think he is. What? So it's just Nick Frost and Simon Pegg? Uh-huh. Whoa. <laughs> I mean, I it's not let like me, that hadn't just... happened before. Uh, Paul, Edgar Wright had nothing to do with, I don't believe. Chris, Crispian Mills? Crispian. Crispian yeah. Mills. Huh. But, I mean, like, the thing is, like, okay, I'm probably going to watch it, because mm-hmm. why wouldn't I? Mm-hmm. Right? Um, but... Dude, he's... Crispy. Something seemed lacking. Really? It looked fun to me. Yeah. Um, Crispian Mills was the singer... Remember that band Kula Shaker? Yeah, um, they did, yes. I think they did the remake of Hush, right? Hush, I don't know what they did. Ooh, he evidently directed a fantastic fear of everything. The last Simon Pegg film that I watched. Um, and that was not good at all. Wait, so, what was it? A fantastic fear of everything. I ended up you know, turning it like, off. Didn't that movie get like pushed back like five years? It should have. Oh, no, wait, no, no, I'm no, I'm thinking about the other one where he's like Bruce Almighty. Oh, what was, uh, what was that? What was the name of that one? It was like terrible. There was like a talking dog in it. Really? Yeah. Huh. I I don't know. It, Wait, are you talking about absolutely anything? Yes. yes. Uh, yeah, I never saw that. That looked terrible. But it, that had uh, what's her face in it, right? Kate Beckinsale. Yeah. Yeah, but like. It, it had, you know, Monty Python guys in it and stuff, um, but it was, like, pushed back, like, a year or two. Well, it didn't like, look good. No, it did not. Uh, Robin Williams was in it. Yeah. He just keeps popping up, and you're like, is it the last? Yeah, and, and everything's he... his final film role. Yeah. It says it grossed $3.8 million worldwide. Hmm. That is terrible. Well, depending on how many screens it's on, that could be good. Like, if that's on one screen, that'd be amazing. (laughs) It was on 3.8 million screens. (laughs) At the widest release ever. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. Um, Yeah, what else? Oh, watch Thoroughbreds. Are we covering that on the podcast now? Yeah, sure, why not? Okay, then I won't talk about it. But if not, I can talk about it. But we're we're gonna do it though. All right, I won't talk about it. So what's uh, what you got for news? Okay, so I really only have like one piece of news, really. Uh huh. Uh-huh. But it's important. How important? It might be the most important thing of the 21st century. Uh huh. It's news about the RoboCop sequel. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, I was afraid it would be something that wasn't important. No, that's cool. I love RoboCop. Because this is going to be like a throwback to the original series, right? Correct. Um, Did part three happen in this? I, I don't even know if part two has happened. Here, That's the weird thing. This might be... Um, I haven't seen the exact details, but it might be the original... Or closer to the original idea for number two. Hmm. Um, I like part it, two. Yeah, I know. Me too. Uh, uh, but it has, it, it's apparently like RoboCop sort of coming out of retirement mm-hmm. sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Like he's needed again. Um, but here's the, the, the rumor mm-hmm. that, uh, how do you say his name? Blumkamp. Uh, Neil Blom Blomkamp. Oh god! Yeah. <laughs> now I got you second guessing things. <laughs> Neil Blumkin. <laughs> uh, he apparently wants Peter Weller back. What? I know. I'm so excited. Well, that's cool. Seventy-one-year-old Peter Weller. <laughs> like I don't know. The robotics advance the aging. 
Well, I mean, like, if the thing is, if he's coming out of, like, retirement or whatever, they could do the Terminator Genesis route where, like, you know, the the flesh still ages and stuff. Yeah. It could be fine. It could work. But the thing is, like, he notoriously hated being in the Robocop suit. And so I don't think he'd want to do it at 71. <laughs> well, what else is he doing? Uh... TV shows every once in a while? Yeah. He'll want to do it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, come on. I would think, right? He's a sequel. Oh, do what? You, you cut out what? I said he's still holding out for that Buckaroo Bonsai sequel. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, well, One. that's interesting. I mean, I think that, that that has the potential to be really cool. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, we were talking about it on our group chat the other day, but I really do feel like RoboCop is like the pinnacle of action movies. Hmm. I do. I no, know you I, don't. No, I do. I love RoboCop. See, that's the thing. It got taken out of context. That was the first Blu-ray I bought. That and the thing. Like, <laughs> I think it might have been the first blue. Like, or I, I bought. I've bought different special editions and director's cuts of RoboCop. Uh-huh. Several times. All I was saying is that we're so spoiled with everything fake looking amazing, like Transformers and shit. Transformers weren't good movies. I only watched the first one, I think. But they weren't good, but they still looked cool. Yeah. And so I everything mean, they, they looks were a little, cool. Like, they were a little busy. Yeah. Well, all I'm saying is, like, fake shit looks real now. So now yeah. no, like, stop okay. motion stuff kind of looks che- cheesy. Even freaking, like... Human beings now look good. Um, Dang. Like, no, I mean like CG human beings, not like regular people. <laughs> They're still terrible. Um, no, like in Logan, whenever they had like, there was a scene where he was driving a car and fighting off people from the car, and that wasn't him. That was a CGI face. Hmm. Like onto a stunt driver. And if you would have never told me that, I would have never known. Well, I never knew till right now. Not you, like the <laughs> royal you. Yeah. Like when the queen told me. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's crazy. Like, you know, uh, in in Iron Man and the Avengers and stuff like that, most of the time, the entire suit that Iron Man wears is CG. Yeah, I knew that. That's crazy, though. Yeah, I also didn't know. All right, so I've tapped out of marvel for quite some time other than deadpool films i was unaware how advanced like the iron man suit is getting in the films yeah it's it's nuts in this last one yeah i saw a thing and i was like really it's stupid like he's just like shooting force fields and like a million missiles flying out of him it's like ah dude i don't know jump the shark hello Hello, I lost you at shooting force fields. Yeah, it doesn't matter. I was just saying, jump, <laughs> jump the shark. Well, I mean, that's also really like um, how it is in the comics and stuff, though. Yeah, I got you. I got you. I'll, I'll try to not be such a hater. Yeah, maybe you just shouldn't be as cynical as you are all the time. <laughs> I, I, I think, yeah, yeah, you're probably right. Maybe you should just, like, enjoy life once in a while. <laughs> I enjoy a lot about life. I'm just not a superhero fan. Sorry, dude. Well, so you got anything else or no? You ready to jump uh, into... I don't really think I have anything else. <laughs> I mean, I might have at one point, but, you know, it's been, like, weeks. I feel you. I feel you. There, there really hadn't been a whole lot of new news. Oh, I will be at KillerCon next week. Mm-hmm. So if you happen to know who I am, <laughs> <laughs> we'll we'll put we'll put a picture of you up on all of our social media. Yeah, yeah. So people can find you. Yeah. Just come by and say hey. <laughs> come by what? You're gonna be walking around. Yeah, come by me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So um That'll be fun. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, so what do you want to do first? Book or movie? Let's do movie. All right. We will be back 
with our review of Party Buster Hill. We are back. We are talking Party Bus to Hell, starring Tara Reid. <laughs> so, full disclosure, we got fat beached on this film. <laughs> I don't know if you remember the film Fat Beach, do you? Um, with with like the wasn't that was a P H A T fat? Yeah. All right. So the deal with Fat Beach was Coolio was on the cover, and yeah. it was like starring Coolio, but he was only in it for one song. Yeah, play like Fantastic Voyage, and then he was in the background. That's yeah. what happened with this. Tara Reid was in all of possibly up to three minutes of this film. You're okay. She was in it for runtime, twelve minutes. Yeah, she was. She was like she twelve minutes of the movie. Mm-hmm. She wasn't in all of those twelve minutes. Yeah. Um. The the person who gets third billing uh-huh. uh was also in it for only one scene. Who? Um the person that the the photographer is taking pictures of out in the desert. <laughs> then it was funny. Oh, the girl the yeah. girl that he was taking pictures of? Yeah. Yep. Okay. I thought you meant the photographer who was like just blatantly skeezy. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. It, all right, full disclosure, this film is just, uh, it's sleazy as shit. Am I right? Yes, it's very sleazy. Like, I what? really, really I... hearken back to the 80s horror, uh, very, like, <laughs> uh, you know, just full on, just TNA it, and gore. It was almost like, it, it, okay, hold on. First of all, let's, let's read the synopsis real quick. Because mm-hmm. I'll read the, the one off of IMDb. Okay. When a party bus on its way to Burning Man filled with a bunch of sexy young adults breaks down in the desert and in the middle of a group of satanic worshippers, all hell breaks loose. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I did not read the synopsis of this movie. I didn't either. <laughs> and and I was expecting uh, kind of what happened, but I was expecting more hell. I was expecting um it to be better. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> no okay, okay. So, i will so, say all right oh go ahead well we're you're saying it's kind of like you know uh, in the mm. style of the the 80s well like, i would say more, flasher films more specifically but, 80s trauma films okay where yeah i can see that where like it's like oh we ran out of plot let's get naked yeah <laughs> so yeah it, it was that kind of film and you know I don't know. I it's so weird because like part of me like I love shitty trashy films like that, but more than that I like good films and I don't know why I was expecting a good film out of this. Well, I mean, right there it says starring Tara Reid. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. So you were expecting, you know, um what was that? I can't think of a good movie she's in. <laughs> I was expecting Josie and the Pussycats, which I will say oh, yeah. is a good film. That's despite, a good movie. Despite what anyone um, says. Her episodes of Scrubs. Oh, yeah, yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah, she was good in that. Um, she had a Josie whole arc, po- right? It wasn't yeah, just I mean, like one episode. Every once in a while. Yeah. Okay. Um, Josie and the Pussycats was awesome because like, as it progressed... You know, it got more and more overt commercialism. Oh yeah, like, in the movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and tons of product amazing. placement, but it was like it was a amazing. film about cautionary, subliminal. Yeah, <laughs> you know, product placement. What's weird about that film is there was a, like a so it was released as a PG thirteen. Sorry, I'm going into Joe's. No, in the go for guys. it. Go but for it. Was it was released as a PG thirteen film, and for the most part, it was pretty clean, right? But yeah. there was just a few transgressions that made it PG thirteen. But Walmart sells a rated G cut. (laughs) (laughs) I shit you not. Like, I understand a PG one, but they sell a rated G cut. I like how it feels like you've done a lot of research into the history of Josie and the Pussycats. I love Josie and the Pussycats. (laughs) Like, I love Can't Hardly Wait also, and it was made by the same team. And that's yeah. why it, at one point, you know, it's like, can't hardly wait is over is underrated. It was one of the yeah. subliminal messages. 
<laughs> but yeah. So no, I was just expecting a different kind of film than what this was. Not saying it's good or bad. It's just this was m- a little more amateur than what I was expecting. Yeah. So this was obviously a very low budget film. Okay. And it shows and that's fine. Okay. There's lots of good low budget films um, that we've even covered on here. What? Right? On a B-movie podcast? <laughs> okay. But this one, I think, and, and you kind of touched on it just a second ago, really suffered from something that I see a lot in like extremely low budget movies, especially extremely low budget horror movies. Mm-hmm. Okay. Is that there's probably 30 minutes worth of script. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And then everything is just like padded out. And what it feels like is, you know, there's, there's scenes in here where it just kind of feels like, you know, the director or who, whatever um, was just like, okay, guys, now just do things for a while and we'll film it and splice it together. Yeah. Okay. And all right. <clears throat> so this, do you, no, do you know I, what I mean? I totally feel you. Like, <laughs> it, especially like once they come upon the cult and it's just yes. like, nee, 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 like just music, like uh, metal music while like they're handling snakes and rubbing them on their boobs and stuff. Yeah. Right. And it's yeah. just like, what's going on there <laughs> but also <laughs> what's the backstory on this <laughs> no i mean for real like it was just like there's gratuitous and then there yeah. is just like wasting time yeah exactly now now picture like that establishing shot okay uh-huh. which is fine but 30 times yeah yeah uh, okay they also had something in this film that I both like and hate. Um, and that is everybody is a total cliche, right? Yes. It's just like everyone's a trope or something like this is the jock. This is the, even yeah, though it wasn't like a jock. It was just, <laughs> you know, this guy is the badass. This is the the, the sidekick. Here's the nerd. Yeah. The, what's funny, though, is there was the nerd and then the guy who was like ladies man sort of dude who also had glasses yeah but he right? was like the sidekick right because he was like the the badass's sidekick right i'm not sure what's happening we are <laughs> you're frozen can you hear well me? i just i just was waiting because nothing was happening yeah uh so he was like the badass's sidekick right is that the guy you're talking about yeah 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 but what's like for a second there i didn't realize that there was like two guys <laughs> with glasses <laughs> And yeah. so I thought the nerd dude had come out of the bathroom after being locked in it, right, for however, an hour and a half or whatever he said. Uh-huh. And then, like, the next scene, I thought everyone had forgotten he was a nerd. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, man, when did cool guy get on the bus? Yeah, because, I mean, like, there was never any sort of establishing shot of, like, who was in this, like, group, you know, which is fine, whatever, because they were kind of in con. Hold on, son of a bitch man this like this huh? uh this connection's terrible which is cool because they were like what i mean they weren't they were inconsequential yeah you know yeah they were like, straight up there they, for a body count yeah exactly there was only a few people who you know needed to be in the story or who were important to the story um but i just was for a second i was just really confused because i was like did they just change this guy's character <laughs> mid-scene? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I will say one thing that I loved is... Uh, right, so it starts out, and this uh, girl is hitching a ride. She's very weird, right? <laughs> like, No? Yeah, yeah, like the, the main character? The Yeah. The one that like hitches the ride unknowingly going to Burning Man? She's just like almost spacey or something, right? I know it was like she was a normal person, uh-huh. right? And then on the bus, she was drugged out and then had to do all this ex- expository dialogue about how she was on drugs. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So she comes up on the bus and my favorite thing was just like, money's not accepted here. This is Burning Man. Only gifts. <laughs> is, is that real? I don't think so. 
I don't know anything about Burning Man. Is it even licensed? Like it, it's licensed, right? Licensed? <laughs> <laughs> like, g- like, do they have a permit? Yeah. To burn giant effigies in the middle of the desert? Yeah. Is that what you're asking? Well, no. I'm saying like, do they have like water for sale? <laughs> like that's <laughs> that's all I'm getting at. Like, it's not like fucking gifts, right? It's like I feel five like bucks if for you have one. to ask that question, then you you're not you know with the burning yeah you don't need to go to burning man (laughs) i don't need to go to burning man (laughs) like i would be the worst person to go to burning man (laughs) (laughs) i feel like i feel like that would bring out your neurotic you know oh god yes like i don't want to be dirty in the desert for days (laughs) on end you'd have like that like uh the the 80s geek like nose sunscreen you know (laughs) well that and be like oh god there's so like i don't know i'm cool for beers but i don't need to be surrounded by everybody on drugs you know i'll have a couple beers and i'm good yeah get me out of this sun (laughs) (laughs) so basically yeah just wait yeah i mean it's not like you'd be much better that's not hold on it's frozen but yeah i got so basically no i was just saying so it's not like you'd be much better probably not (laughs) we're we're both we're we're too fancy for burning man (laughs) um but yeah so uh, that was my big question about this movie. Really, is it only <laughs> that gifts? was your big question? <laughs> well, I just feel I, I just feel like it'd be really easy to grift people going to Burning Man, and I, I'm worried worried for him. <laughs> You're worried. For <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. So then the the bus goes, and then Tara Reed goes up on that uh, photographer, and um, oh God, we're only there. <laughs> Well, honestly, once we get a couple more minutes into the plot, that's it. Yeah. Yeah, I like how uh, Tara Reed comes up screaming and, and the photographer's like, just keeps on taking pictures of her. <laughs> Did yeah, you he's taking pictures of Tara Reed. Yeah. Like, like, like while she's running up screaming. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Um. Yeah, it's not worth going through the whole summary, is it? They break no, down the I, desert. I will say that, like, if we weren't doing this for the podcast, uh-huh. I really feel about that 12 minute mark. And this is the only reason why I know it's 12 minutes. Uh huh. Um, I, I feel like I would have turned it off. Really? Yeah. All right. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Halfway through, I was watching on VLC, mm-hmm. you know, and, and yeah. it allows you to control speed. Yeah, halfway through I went to uh, 150 times, you know, or one and a half times, <laughs> 150 times. Holy shit, this movie <laughs> is quick. It's like a minute. <laughs> no, like uh, one and a half, 150 percent. Yeah, uh, and no, I I was watching it on QuickTime Player, mm-hmm. and I was searching QuickTime Player to see if they had that function. Oh really? Yeah, VLC's <laughs> VLC's your friend. Oh yeah, I like VLC. It's just like I open the file. we're so lazy (laughs) no i mean okay so i will say (laughs) all everything else aside this wouldn't be a terrible film to like watch with friends and hang out and like just shoot the shit but not really pay as much attention to during right but i was i was by myself yeah so (laughs) what happened all right this is like late at night just so people that are familiar with our schedule which i don't know why you would be well we do talk about recording this on sunday morning more than we should yeah yeah uh so i'm not drinking beer at eight eight in the morning on a sunday right now um we're doing it like on what tuesday night at almost 10 at night and so anyway uh we were gonna record this on sunday and then we both decided, eh. But, but uh, I woke up at four in the morning to watch this film just so I was ready in time for the podcast. And yeah, it, it really wasn't. I was not feeling it. Uh, it, it I mean, I, I didn't hate it. I don't hate this film. It was amateur. But it it just was. 
I, like you said, there's 30 minutes you could have cut out and made a tighter movie because I didn't it, hate the plot. This could have been a short film. Yeah. Like, not a short, short film, like 30, 40 minutes. And, you know, if you didn't have... Okay, let's say they, they cut, they break down the desert. And this, instead of having this uh, cult where they're all just like, nah, 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 you know, like metal and like they're all just nude throwing snakes at each other and stuff and like just over the top and also screaming like one liners about shit. Like, yeah, if they had busted down in the desert and just th- like thrown on their like lights and just seen robed figures and shit, that would have been a better horror film, right? Like yeah. if it was like more ambient and creepy. Well, I don't think this was trying to be a horror movie, though. <laughs> no, you're right. But I don't know. I, I, I would have been more invested in a film like that. Yeah. I hated all the one-liners. And he like, when it was like, they did an act of cannibalism mm-hmm. outside. And he was like, the, the guy from inside the bus was like, the hills have eyes and ears and noses and throats. Yeah, and yeah. Like, Come on, man. It's yeah. just like, is your one-liner just referencing a movie? <laughs> like, it's literally the title of a movie. Yeah. And you know what's funny? In one of the press like releases, a cannibal they, holocaust out there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. If we were in a, a rainforest, it'd have been like a green inferno. See, right? see, but like when you do it like that, that's funny because it's like you know lampshading the fact that you're doing. If if the guy had kept doing it, <laughs> that would have been funny. But it's just one. The hills have eyes. Like I like. Was like really? <laughs> yeah, no, I feel you. I, I absolutely. There was so much about this film that annoyed me, and it really did feel like something that trauma. Maybe not Lloyd Kaufman wouldn't have directed it, but it would have been something James that Gunn. they picked up and distributed. <laughs> Do I? As a James Gunn. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, I don't know, man. I don't have much more to say about it. I will say one more thing. <laughs> I don't have anything to say. One more huge thing. No, uh, the gore during the payoff once the monsters finally summoned was good. Yeah. Where was that? At the beginning, it was like it, some scenes had the realest CGI blood. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's that's sarcasm. But like that and the guy with the decapitated head at the beginning that was like just masked out the bottom and like you know, in mm-hmm. post-production. Um, like, it was like they spent all of their money on that one scene. Yeah, and it was a cool scene. It was good! Yeah, <laughs> if you, just take my take my thing. Pull out some, you can even have a few of the one-liners, but come on, shit like, can you, they rip an ear off and he goes, can you hear me now? Yeah. Like, oh, go die in a fire. <laughs> was, was this movie made in 2009? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it just wasn't, it was not, it wasn't good. But, uh, okay, if they had that same creature effect and they had like an ambient cult in the desert. The creature it, was good. It could have been like a good movie, but they mm-hmm. didn't really, I don't know. It didn't suck, but it wasn't good. It was forgettable. It was the kind of shit you'd throw on late at night, and you're like, eh, it wasn't terrible. <laughs> you know? And that's about as good as you can say about the film. All right. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, time to rate it. I'm going to say a two out of five. I was thinking two also. I was going to say two and a half, but then I was like, two and a half seems kind of high. Well, that's middle <laughs> of the... Well, you know... It might be worthy. No, it's not worthy of middle of the road. Most films are better than this. Yeah. All right. Yeah, two out of five. Cool. All right. Party Bust the Hell starring Carrie Reed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. We will be right back with our review of Cockblock by C.V. Hunt. We are talking Cockblog by C.B. Hunt. After the daily grind at their jobs, all Sonia and Callie want is to enjoy a quiet night out together at a new restaurant. 
but making it to their reservation is proving to be a challenge. A few men on the street near their destination verbally assault them, and the situation quickly escalates into a nightmare. Once within the safety of the restaurant, the two women discover it's not just the men or it's not just the men outside who's lost their minds. Men everywhere have gone insane, and they believe they've found the origin of the mayhem. A radio in the kitchen is playing a hate-filled message against women, and it's being delivered by the president. There's only one way to stop the men from attacking women, and logic tells them they need to terminate the chaos at its source. That is totally the summary of the novel, right? Yeah, except for a big part in the middle. But, um, again, did not read the summary before I wrote this book. <laughs> oh, really? The summary is what sold yeah. me. Uh, I believe she, she or her publisher, one of the two, uh, ran a uh, ad on Brian Keene, the horror show with Brian Keene. Mm-hmm. And he, you know, uh, did the summary. And I was like, holy shit, that sounds awesome. <laughs> like, like just a, uh, yeah, I don't know, not so subtle. Uh, yeah, it's very, very subtle. <laughs> um, no, I like, I like reading and watching things that I don't know what they're going to be about. Oh, totally. But I don't, I don't like picking shit out that I, I don't no, know what it's no, going to no. be about. If, but I like, mean, I don't just like, you know, I'll say a book based on its cover. I'll say if you if you send me something I don't I never read it. Yeah. But vice like I'd never send you something without even remotely knowing what it's going to be. Out. Yeah. But no, same thing. <laughs> yeah, totally. Same <Same-sies>. these. <laughs> um Okay. So so where do we start? Because well, I feel like um we could get in trouble. <laughs> I was going to say, like, like we shouldn't, for the first time ever, not give a rating. <laughs> no. no, no, we're going to rate it. Yeah. But, well, but I'm just, I'm just saying there's, uh, we could get in trouble. <laughs> well, only if we're dicks about it. But if we're honest, I mean, and we're coming yeah. uh, and we're not just, you know being jerks or anything i don't yeah but i I do think that uh tread lightly (laughs) sure (laughs) i don't know um i i will say that they had me from the synopsis if i had thought that far maybe we wouldn't have covered it (laughs) as far as you know uh staying out of certain hot button issues, but I feel like this is something good to actually dive headfirst into, you know, let's do it then. All right. So summary wise, that's what happens. And honestly, at first the cat calling and stuff, I mean, some of the, some of the lines are just real cheesy, you know? Yeah. They start off your typical, like, are those space pants like type things? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because you look like you have a PhD in rocket science. <laughs> like that's that not is, the ending of the. <laughs> that's not the ending. <laughs> um, yeah, they're real, real dumb at first, and then it escalates, which actually really, really adds to the story, the escalation, because you're like, holy shit, I didn't see, it. even though, you know, you did kind of see it going there, <laughs> because otherwise it's not a story, it's just Night of the Assholes, <laughs> you know, yeah. if it was just a bunch of dudes catcalling all night, it's like, <laughs> and never escalated, but, yeah. but, okay. So these girls are harassed and uh, I don't know, should we have trigger warned the beginning of this? We don't ever do that, but I don't know our audience. No. So I, it, it quickly escalates from just uh, from catcalling and, and stuff like that into full on rape. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And it gets real uncomfortable real quick. Um. See- and I agree with that, but then, like, to me, um, even even though it escalated, like in, you know, in I guess the grand scheme of things, like plot wise, every time it would happen, it would go back to like the really ridiculous cat calls. Exactly, and, and it just like show it. It just took away the whole impact of the the tone of what me. just happened. Yeah. Except for 
um, near towards the end, like the last 25% of it. But I'm jumping the gun there because um, mm-hmm. it didn't do that. It was just like, all right, they're, they're basically sex zombies, right? Full like the on. Are. Okay. And um, it was and, like crossed, but if they were just misogynist, right? Yeah, exactly. Whereas, I was actually going to mention crossed. You know, there was there wasn't really any like cannibalism and stuff like that. No, it was but just the misogyny. A big portion were just like sex zombies. Yeah, but they didn't. It didn't really seem to. They weren't discriminating in cross. <laughs> just whoever. Um, yeah. But then like. You know, you'd have this juxtaposition between like the horror of what's happening action-wise and these ridiculous like frat boy pickup lines. Yeah. You know, and so to to I think I understand why, but to me it just like led to this unevenness of tone. Mm-hmm. And and then the way you defeated the can I, can I say that like how you kill the sex zombies? Mhm. Okay. Uh, I mean, uh, do you? Well, yes. Why don't yeah, we? Hey, okay. d- skip forward fifteen seconds if you haven't read it and you want to read it because it. Before I get further, I would say it's worth a read. So don't. Okay, you know, that's skip like forward. already been the fifteen seconds. Let's skip forward fifteen seconds again. <laughs> All right, go, go. All right. Uh, hello. Hello. Yeah, you. It just froze for a second. Okay, we're back. Okay. Okay. So. The, the way you kill them, unlike a normal zombie where you shoot them in the head or something like that, is you kick them in the nuts. Mm-hmm. So, like, every time they were in the thick of it and fighting for their lives, it devolved into, like, slapstick comedy almost. Oh, really? See, I never read it. I, I, I didn't read it that way. Like, yes, I did see the, you know, kick them in the nuts is kind of comical. <laughs> but at the yeah. same time... Uh, like comical in the sense of like, it kind of seemed like the stakes were low in those positions, even though Mm -hmm. much like normal zombies, uh, they overran you pretty easily. Um, but I didn't read it as slapsticky. I don't know. I don't know. It also could have been that I was, it was, this came off to me sometime. Yeah. I, I mean, I can totally like, I can see how it would. But yeah, so it was just this weird, like tonal, like seesaw, you know, of, you know, evil depravity, slapstick comedy, funny cat calls, you Mm -hmm. know, like, because it did seem like, you know, she was trying to come up with funny cat calls. There were so many that I did not like. I never, ever even remotely heard of. Like, and then toward, you know, the ending, they were like mixing two different types of them together to make like different kinds of nonsensical cat calls. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, yeah, I could see this being totally uneven in that aspect. Yeah. I mean, that was, that was my main takeaway. Like, yeah. I mean, or criticism for it. Oh, yeah, takeaway was the wrong word. <laughs> like, <laughs> but I could see that. Um, it also in that aspect reminded me so much of this film called The Taint that came out. I don't know, 2010 or so, mm-hmm. where I believe, if I remember it right, something got in the water supply, and it made like men super misogynistic and the exact same like sex zombies and how you killed them. Also, it made like their their wieners get huge <laughs> and, and how you killed them was you shot them in it mm-hmm. and, and so it was kind of like uh, that was my only thing and now i'm not saying that's at all where yeah you know, you know it came from but just uh thematically kind of seemed the same is oh that- i think we know where the idea of this came from exactly so so let's get into that Okay. Uh, my, well, I mean, we we typically don't talk politics, but how do you how do you not talk politics? And um, I mean, unless Matt Shaw's on, and then he forces us to. <laughs> then every other word is Donald Trump. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, so you know, we don't talk it, but 
people can pretty much assume by our certain stances on different things. We've mentioned politics before. Yeah. Neither of us are big Trump fans, you know? <laughs> Spoiler I mean, alert. We, we both have the red hats, but we're not big fans. <laughs> no, I mean, we don't, we're not fans of them. And so, yes, I could totally see, like, the fucking, like, the rage and stuff behind the curtain in writing this. Yeah, definitely. And, 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 and rage and also, um, you know, kind of not fear, but, you know, this uneasiness about, like, you know, what's going on in the world today. Well, that and okay, so the the characters in the story. Now, I don't know anything. I literally don't know who C.B. Hunt is. Uh, you know, she's the author of this book. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But what I'm saying is, I don't know anything about her. Yeah, I don't yeah. know if she's if she's you know uh, straight or or if she's lesbian or or any of that. But the the protagonists in the story are are lesbians and. That's a genuine fear, uh, not just by lesbian, but, you know, other marginalized communities. That's a genuine fear under this administration, because Mm -hmm. not only do you have Trump, who literally, you know, he he uses rights as chips (laughs) on, you know, like he's not really afraid to do that. You then you have Pence behind him who does it behind the veil of Christianity. Right. Yeah. So I totally get that same way. Get out. I realized that get out was written prior to, you know, it was written with the assumption that Clinton would win and all of that. But, you know, get out. Hold hit. On, say that again, because everything kind of. No, I was saying like the same way, like get out was written prior to this administration. However, it hit yeah. hard because of this administration. Yeah, there is a huge fear and unease with marginalized communities mm-hmm. and. And, you know, it it fucking sucks that, like, they've gone this far for their rights, especially when it comes to, like, states' rights, because that's Mm -hmm. when it gets much more severe with these states and stuff. Uh, You know, they've gone so far to be be kicked back. Yeah. And so, yeah, I totally get the unease. And I think that that's why this book hits, you know? Uh, under if this was written under other administrations and stuff it probably wouldn't be as effective yeah if it came out like three years ago (laughs) yeah 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 Yeah, pretty much um yeah but so what i'm saying is you know i don't i don't know anything about the author but Mm -hmm. uh it definitely makes sense in the confines now in the book it just refers to trump or or whoever as the president you know it never says trump or any of that it just says the president says pence though by name does it yeah hmm (laughs) uh well all right No, no results for Pence were found. I thought it did. I thought it did, too. Oh, no, it just keeps saying the vice president. Yeah, no result for Trump or Pence. President. Yeah, there's a lot of presidents. I just want to make sure that my indexing was working. <laughs> um, but The. Dude, there's a lot of the in here. So, I mean... I don't know. Uh, I I will say that kind of like how you were saying uh, story-wise it goes so far and then it kind of takes a backseat because some of the the cooling off, uh, you know, the the cheesy-ass pickup lines and stuff really kind of tonally make it a little uneven. Um, I think, honestly, that may have been warranted (laughs) due to the (laughs) heavy-handedness. you know yeah yeah i get it i mean like but it stops all that at like the 70 percent mark or something like that you know and then it doesn't really do that anymore and then it becomes more of a straight horror yeah Uh, my my big takeaway and or not takeaway god i just keep using it wrong 
Can you give me a few beers and all of a sudden I don't know what the word takeaway means. <laughs> One and a half steins. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, my big problem, I guess. Uh, I thought you were going to say it again. <laughs> big takeaway <laughs> was let's talk about Josie and the Pussycats again, right? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, my big problem with it, and it, this is the same thing that I, I find a lot or in movies about zombies and stuff like, you know, where there's a uh, already established uh, trope, uh, especially mm-hmm. zombies, is that there's no twist and turns or anything. It's like the groundwork was laid out early on, and yep. what you know at chapter two is where you're at at the end of the book, except for the mission has pivoted. There wasn't yep. many twists and turns as far as characters go or anything like that, or even plot. It was just like, let's survive these assholes. <laughs> right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. What what I found interesting, you know, is that the the premise of this book, you know, it has um very violent and sexually violent men, like zombie dudes, mm-hmm. right? But the main characters in it are at times just as violent and uh, overtly sexual too. What do you mean? Um, well, I mean, there's like the dream sequence and then later with the nun. (laughs) Oh yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, But I I mean, nobody says that sexuality doesn't apply. It's that. No, I understand. I, I just think it's, uh, you know, an interesting choice to yeah. make them. Yeah, I could see that. Uh, I, I was once I realized what ball game we were we were playing here, <laughs> you know, once I realized exactly uh, where this book was heading and, and all of that. Yeah, I was a little uh, com- not confused or those are the wrong words. Damn it. These are those. <laughs> Stinking ass podcast where we have to choose our words. Your your main takeaway was what? (laughs) My main takeaway was it was a book. (laughs) Um, But no, uh, no, like uh, you know, once I realized that that was where it was going, I was expecting for it to be a little uh, more. I don't know even the term. I'm so out of touch. (laughs) More PC policey. Does that make sense? <laughs> yeah. Like, and it wasn't, you know, it just seems like, uh, it, it just seems like there, there was some loaded language in there that, uh, I, I wasn't expecting. Mm-hmm. I'll just put it that way. But, eh, <laughs> <laughs> what are you going to do about it? Uh, that's a hell of a pull quote. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I would say I'm very I'm interested I I don't know again like I said I don't know anything about CV Hunt this was completely sold just based on a Brian Keene horror show ad Um, it does make me she's got another book called Ritualistic Human Sacrifice I know I saw that Um, (laughs) but it it makes me wonder like if a lot of her work is socially conscious or if this is like kind of a one-off or what, you know? Yeah. I mean, I don't know because it says, you know, in the acknowledgements or whatever, you know, thanks to so-and-so for giving me the courage to do this. So that kind of feels like maybe it's more of a one-off. I don't know. I'm don't know. interested either way to check out more. Yeah. Um, like I said, strengths were that it hits hard, at least for me. Strengths were that it hits hard. It was well written. Had good characters. Mm-hmm. Weaknesses were that there just wasn't any wasn't any sort of twists or anything like that. It was like this is our mission, and we're going straight. We're going straight for it. We're going, 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 <coughs> and that's the end. You know. Well, I mean, the the twist was the only real twist you can have in a zombie movie mm-hmm. or a zombie story is just how the zombies started. Yeah, well, that's it. 
Well, I mean, because I mean, honestly, what else do you do besides the twist of like, oops, they get better every once in a while? You know I what mean, I mean? Was it was it soup? It never really said how they started. I, I guess it did. Uh, well, it did. It started with <laughs> with his speech, right? Yeah. But yeah, I would assume that, that his. <laughs> but I would assume that his speech. Um, I don't know. I don't listen when he speaks. So, like, I figured something more was behind it. No, I think that was it. So he was just rattling off one-liners, and that turned everyone. Because it's sort of like here's the it's okay from the president. Oh, I get that. <laughs> it sounded like you didn't. <laughs> wait, wait, what? <laughs> no, no, I I totally get that, and the fact that. Like, this is a straight-up allegory for, like, his uh, characteristics are not acceptable from, you know, the average person. Anyway, um, so I get that. I totally get that. I just, it still seemed like he was suffering from it, too, though. <laughs> like, have you seen him? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> um, uh, well that that's our most politically charged episode but hey i like it yeah so what would you give it out of five i'm gonna say a three and a half um you know it, it was solid it yeah. the framework was much more interesting than i don't know like, the story itself was interesting, but at some point it kind of became a little monotonous to me. Mm -hmm. But then again, it wasn't very long. It was short. Yeah. Read it in an hour and a half or whatever. So it's kind of like, you know, it can't be that monotonous. <laughs> but anyway, um, what about you? Eh, I think the same. You know, uh... I was going to go like a solid three, but eh, three and a half. <laughs> well, I would say, okay, if it wasn't hard hitting like on a social level or, or supplied any sort of, uh, I don't even know if you could, I guess it's satirical. Yeah, that's what I was, I was like, does this count as satire? Yeah, I mean, I, I would have to say that it's satirical. If it didn't supply any satire and this was, like, just written while shit w seemed to be somewhat okay, <laughs> you know, mm -hmm. uh, I'd probably go with a three, too. But, I don't know, kind of the same way that Homecoming by uh, Joe Dante back in, uh, you know, the Bush years. I don't know if you remember that at all. Do you? Yeah. And, yeah. you know, because de of that. Depending on how things turn out in the future, this could seem prophetic. Or, not. or like, <laughs> the opposite. <laughs> <laughs> not prophetic. No, or like a... I don't want to say overreaction because there's plenty of stuff that this is actually a perfectly <laughs> yeah. good reaction to already. <laughs> right. Um, but yeah, you know what I mean? Like, no, I got you. Depending on how shit turns out, it, it could read one way or the other. Hey, yeah. I, I admire, I, I totally admire the, uh, the courage to write something political right now because honestly yeah. you're splitting your audience by yep. by even writing anything political and i don't know i i feel like i feel like if if you're gonna do it right now is the best time to do it and i say just to to be fair and balanced next week let's do the fountainhead <laughs> <laughs> I'm down as long as we can just remind each other that uh, that uh, Rand relied on on uh, you know social security to get by in her old age. Every chapter, yeah, <laughs> you know, <laughs> like. Uh, but other than that, I'm I'm totally good. <laughs> like, like, oh, what? She was a giant hypocrite. Oh, who would have thought? <laughs> 
<laughs> uh, all right. Yeah. So, okay, so that's, uh, I guess that's it for hey, movies, two- books, and politics. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Our, our, I would say this is our most political episode. Yeah. But Probably. there was no way to tackle this without making it political, right? Yeah. Way to go, Craig. Join us next week where we talk, I don't know, about some monsters or some shit, and it's not <laughs> political. Uh, sorry, we were... <laughs> yeah. Sorry, well, we split our fan base. I know. Now we're down to two. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Split it in half. Yeah. Yeah. So, um... All right. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I, I guess we'll see each other in two weeks. <laughs> Okay, happy birthday. All right, uh, see you then. The podcast you just heard is part of the B&E Network, brought to you by bmovies and ebooks.com. Yeah.